This is the part where I just look at Steve <laughs> and wait till he's done. This is my done favorite part of the podcast. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, we keep, we keep going. How long do you think you could do that for? Oh, man. 10 hour Should loop. <laughs> where it's actually not a loop, it's just me singing it for, <laughs> for 10, 10 hours. hours. <laughs> you got this weekend off, I could do it. <laughs> I wonder if there's an entry in the Guinness Book of World Records for who has sung. The Buffy theme song, <laughs> the, the Buffy, longest Buffy continuous piece of time. I I can. Do you win think it's Nerf Herder? Yeah, probably. How many takes do you <laughs> think it took them to get this right? I could see them like they're like ten seconds in, and the like I don't know who the front man for Nerf Herder is. It's like stop, stop, stop. This is all wrong. We gotta start over. <laughs> <sighs> yes. Nerf Herder, they take their craft really seriously. Oh, they do. They're. They're well known, Scoobies, yeah. too. They're big Scoobies. Oh, big Scoobies. They're I mean, definitely. why would they? Yeah. Anyway. So anyway, uh, welcome to Welcome to Sunnydale. Uh, I'm Steve McClellan. I'm Liesl Kaler. <laughs> and uh, as always, we're going to start off with our Better Know a Host segment. What are we calling it? Is that the right I, name? Yeah, I guess Better Know a Host. Yeah, okay. Until we come up with something better. <clears throat> sure. Than right. knowing your host. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So like I said, my name is Steve McClellan. And something the listeners might not know about me is that I have a... <clears throat> shit, I didn't think of something. <laughs> you have a shit? <laughs> well, I, I have one. Why I don't you go, Liesl? Yeah. Yes. Um, so I'm Liesl, and my thing is actually relevant to uh, maybe the fashion, if you want to call it that, of the episode. Uh, I In this apartment, I don't know if you know this, I have a lab coat that has my name on it. I actually didn't know that, and I live in this apartment. Yeah, I know. That's pretty cool. Yeah, like all like monogram, like yeah, a... yeah. it's a, it's it's purple. Uh, yeah, wow. Thread. Yeah. Why don't you wear it more do often? You, you... <laughs> <laughs> it's, oh, sorry, that was a vigorous head shake. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was. Uh, it's very cute. It's very adorable. Uh, I had a microbiology lab in college that we were required to have lab coats for. Oh, um, okay. You could, uh, there was someone you could borrow them from the school, or you could just buy them because they're kind of cheap. And my mom was like so excited about like buying me a lab coat that she bought one and had it, had it monogrammed. That's adorable. That does sound like something your mom would do. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I still have that. Okay, for me, something you might not know about me is that I founded. My high school's juggling club, because I am that cool. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I really represented cool in high school when mm-hmm. I was, yeah, mm-hmm. walking the mean streets of Evanston, Illinois. Yep. Um, That's how you landed this one. I know. Points to self. <laughs> <laughs> Do I, did I juggle for you on our first date? No, our, our first uh, messages to each other were ah. about juggling. Joggling specifically. Joggling, that's right. Because I jo- another you, fa- you joggle. I joggled the mile when I was in high school. <laughs> I was a good uh, little good PR move for mm-hmm. the little juggling club. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it's yep. Okay, well, let's move on to something <laughs> less embarrassing. <laughs> like... <laughs> okay, okay. Let's start with the episode. Yeah, yeah. Let's get into it. So I I loved the the cold open for this. Well, it's not a cold open. Um, but I love the opening scene for this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, wait, is it a cold open? What's what's what do you define as a cold open? Well, they have the <clears throat> so in later seasons of Buffy, they it's definitely a cold open, and that's where there's like no <clears throat> intro before before that the actual episode starts. But I think in the first season they're still doing the 
the like oh, intro the, where, the once or yeah, every the generation. Yeah, once in a generation there's born a gotcha. lady who kills vampires or I don't forget what exactly they say. But so I don't think <laughs> I don't think it's technically a cold open at this point. Um but they start doing cold opens later. Anyway, yes. the opening, the actual <laughs> opening of the episode mm-hmm. where um Xander saves some Buffy. Pretty amazing moves. Yes. Guitar moves. Yeah, yeah. I just loved that image of like a, a male high school fantasy of like <laughs> saving a hot girl from a monster yeah and then rocking a guitar solo like those are the wow. two the two main elements of being cool <clears throat> when you're in high school is fighting monsters mm-hmm. and playing a, a guitar really well <laughs> and that's yeah. how you prove your worth that's yeah it's the only thing i'm attracted to honestly <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> juggling <laughs> I don't. I guess I haven't fought enough monsters for you. Well, you know. I fought that little dog the More other day. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> it was for you. <laughs> I never asked you to fight a tiny dog for me. <laughs> I, I think I'm going to ask you never to fight a tiny dog for me. Okay. Anyway, so yeah, what did you think of that scene? Uh, <laughs> I I really liked it. I thought it was funny. It's like a funny, you know. Yeah. Male dream kind of thing exactly yeah. exactly how how awesome. quickly into it did you realize that it was a dream uh immediately yeah because well i don't, I actually don't know if this is no i was gonna say the first thing i noticed was that buffy was not wearing her cross necklace she's oh. wearing a different necklace and i was like wait wow. where's her cross and i was like oh it's a dream wow that's smart i for me my first hint was the dress she was wearing didn't seem that some seemed like a dress yeah, she would a, wear like, in a red, dream. Like a sexy, exactly. Sexy little yeah, red. it didn't look like something she would normally be wearing at the bronze. Yeah. Um, so we both picked it up from fashion cues immediately. I know. I know. I, I feel like everything I know about fashion I learned from Buffy the Vampire yeah. Slayer. You know, she picks up a lot of her like she she picks up a lot of things from fashion. Like she knew that vampire in that first That's episode true. right That's away. That's true. Um, when she knows that the teacher was killed uh, the previous day, she was like, "Oh, his clothes weren't changed." Wow. She's a noticer. She is, yeah. You know, that's that's a good point. That's like, um, she's a Sherlock. Yeah, <laughs> a lady but Sherlock. Like a, yeah, but specifically like noticing things that guys traditionally would not notice. Like the guy oh, yeah. detective, if this were like Law and Order Sunnydale, would never pick up on the mm. like the fashion thing that points her to the vampire or something true, like that. True. Yeah. Law and Order Sunnydale. I would watch that show. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. I would watch that every night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Isn't that a kind of so it's not really? like Angel. Oh. <laughs> he's a detective. It is. Yeah, it's a little bit like Angel. <laughs> that's what it is. Okay. But well, it's, it's in LA. But if, but if they had like Mershka Hargate and... and um, <laughs> Christopher Maloney. And Christopher Maloney on Angel, like a crossover episode. That I would watch. What? I would watch the crap out of that. Yeah. Uh, by the way, for anybody that's curious, the band that's playing at the Bronze uh, in this week's episode I is called curious. Superfine. Mm. Yeah. Like the sugar... <laughs> or like that they are super fine <laughs> i you know maybe it's a Dublin tundra yeah, they really love super fine sugar <laughs> is that good, like good is that, for all their is that confectioner needs. sugar is that like we're using I think baking, that's, that... uh, we just had this discussion recently <laughs> yeah we did okay one of them is powdery one of them is granular but very yeah, small but super, granules super yeah fine <laughs> what's the okay this is maybe a philosophical question it definitely has nothing to do with buffy but is there, is there, is that, are they on a similar spectrum? Like if you make your grains fine enough, do they become powder or are they fundamentally different things? 
I don't know. <laughs> I, my my assumption is that if just the if they get to a certain fineness, um, and that makes it a powder. Yeah. Well, if any of our listeners know the answer to this question yeah, or want to write in with their advice, you can tweet at us at Welcome to Sunny. Tell us about Superfine Sugar or the band Superfine or whatever you're interested in or, or email us at uh, Welcome to Sunnydale Podcast at gmail.com. Mm. Um, so I got I got to sneak the plugs into the beginning That's of this true, one. That's true. That's so, yeah. true. Oh, we should mention we um, we got our very first fan email. Our very first fan email. It was so beautiful. Email was so lovely i could not oh. have wished for a better first fan email so cat g if you're listening out there we love you come on the show <laughs> your email is amazing and uh you can also if you want to like do a cover of the buffy theme music on your oboe because she plays the oboe oh right right um we can do that we will instead. we will happily play it on the show <laughs> we would love that so <laughs> that's another thing i don't know if it's ever been done has everybody ever covered the Nerf Herder song using mm. using a uh, obscure French high wind mm. instrument. <laughs> Has anyone covered anything with an oboe? <laughs> I played the Star Wars theme on it oh when my I God. was a kid one time. That, oh my God. Okay, okay. I guess really every band song is like. I mean, you do. Yeah, I mean, it's all. Co- I guess it, it's weird to call them covers, but right, they, right. They're not covers. You, you rarely write your own music in in high school band. <laughs> Oh, wow, we're making a lot of progress. Oh, we're yeah. talking about this episode. <laughs> yeah, solid. <laughs> but you know, we want to thank our fans. No, catchy, we'll, catchy. We'll do something. Our number special. one fan. Yeah, we will. We'll do yeah, our... that's it. Yeah, positions filled. Number one fan. Catchy. Yeah. Um, well, for now, if somebody wants to write us an even better <laughs> fan email, <laughs> that position is for sale. You can also send us money. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> no, it's okay. You don't have to send. No, no, no. <laughs> Oh yeah. All right. So, so we talked about the opening though. Yes, we got the opening down. Yep. I think we've I think we've figured that one out. Mm-hmm. Um I also so speaking of the music in this episode, there was some really I don't know what to make of the music that was going on when Xander is like ogling the new teacher. <gasps> yeah, I, it's like tribal. Yeah. What like, was really? that supposed to be? It's like flutes and understand. drums and yeah, I don't know. Um is there a tribal connection to giant praying mantis thing i don't know or i didn't like it's it. primal and like oh. sexual urge or something i don't you know, know. i thought no, it was... that kind of makes sense i mean yeah. this whole episode is is very uh very much about the like primal biological imperatives mm-hmm. um specifically about sex and specifically about sex with older teacher ladies yes <laughs> that are mantises yeah so i don't know did you think this episode was like sex negative at all i I was thinking about it. Yeah. Um, I I I haven't decided yet. I think we'll have to talk it through. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 not like it's punishing Xander or the other student for having sexual urges specifically. It punishes them for being being virgins, actually. Yeah. Um, A little. But it's also, I mean, like, is it is it made better by the fact that, like. That it's it's an older like it's essentially statutory that it's that it's like I, that's what I wanted to yeah. mention. That it's, it sort of has this trope that this trope exists forever that like oh young young males that are in high school like they just want to have sex and so it's fine if like an older woman is just hitting on them and I don't right. think that's yeah really I mean true. you could say you could say that this what this episode is sort of tearing down is the idea that that's like okay 
or that that yeah, is. Yeah, she is a predator. Yeah, she's a predator, and yeah. she's very, you know a literal predator. Yes, in this case. yes, yeah. quite literally. Yeah. So no, yeah, I think that's probably probably a good a good thing. Mm-hmm. Not sex, not yeah. sex negative, just yeah. like statutory rape negative, which we should all <laughs> we, be. We should all be. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I agree. Yeah, <laughs> I know that's going to be really <laughs> controversial. <laughs> controversial. I don't care how many listeners we lose. <laughs> rape is bad. <laughs> yeah. Done. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I had that, it's sort of weird because it is funny sort of to watch Xander like trip over himself cause he's like infatuated with somebody, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. it's also in the back of my mind. I'm like, this isn't okay. Like it's this older woman and yeah. So it's like hard for me being the, you know, boring, unfunny feminist that I am. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's enjoyable, <laughs> but also comes with, <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, I, I felt the same way. I felt yeah. the same way watching that. But I mean, I think, I think it does. It is sort of redeemed by the fact that she's shown that it's not. It's not shown that like oh that like, that was good. Yeah, yeah. It's not like a positive thing. Yeah. Um, and it also it doesn't ever blame Xander. Um, it's true. Yeah. Like it's sort of like, I mean, it gets made fun of a little bit for being a virgin, but mm-hmm. I, you know, it's very gentle, and it, it's never like. I don't. I don't know how. To, I mean, this would be I, this would be a more <clears throat> this would be more an issue probably if it was like a female student. Uh, yeah. 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 Uh, it's interesting though. I think that uh, Xander sort of got credit on both sides of like. Hmm. Uh, I don't even know if I'm phrasing that the way I want to. Um, but there's a <clears throat> moment when Buffy, it's like, oh, she's going after a virgin, but Xander's not like a. He's not a. Like, Buffy's assuming that Xander's not a virgin. Yeah. And Willow is like, he is, yeah. <laughs> He's in trouble. We need to go save him right now. And then she was like, oh, it sucks that you, know, like, she was, you got punished for being a virgin. Like, you're doing the right thing, and you're, like, you're oh, not sexually yeah. active. No, that's a good end. point. Yeah. So he kind of got both. It, like, yeah. He got, Willow saw him in a good light for being a virgin. Mm-hmm. Buffy was like, oh, he's not a virgin. He's, like, a normal dude that has sex with people. Yeah. It's funny that she should say that because she is at this point in the show a virgin, as far as we know. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well, everyone is, for, you know, Giles yeah. is, as far as we know. <laughs> but not for long. Oh, Keep yeah. watching. <laughs> Can't wait for that episode. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> wait, no, no spoils. No spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it pretty much, I, I just assume everyone on the show, except for. Buffy's mom yeah. is a virgin until I find out <laughs> otherwise. But it's, I mean, that's an interesting point that you make, but it also like that could be, there's something realistic about that. I mean, it is, especially when you're in high school, you feel like you're sort of tugged in two directions with mm-hmm. this like pressure to have sex from some sides and pressures not to have sex from other sides. Mm-hmm. So it kind of makes sense that Xander would feel caught in that position. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's another thing that I think the show had on its mind was that, that tug of war. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very deep episode. Mm-hmm. So, um, one thing I noticed, I don't know if you caught this, is when that other student, who I should have written his name down, I can't remember. Blaine. Dude. Blaine, the that's dude. it. Blaine. Yeah. Blaine. Yeah, when he's uh, he's going to go see Miss um, French, mm-hmm. and he's like pushing past them in the, in the cafeteria line, he's like, gotta carve up for later, mm-hmm. and... If you look at his plate, it's all green things jello and jello and three cartons of milk. There's not a single there are carb no carbs. on that plate. No carbs in that. 
And like just a nonsensical meal too. Just like lots of veggies plus jello plus three cartons of milk. Can you even drink that much milk? I don't even like I, I, think I think that's there, crazy. I think there are some challenges about that. I think I think you're going to be especially challenged if you chug three cartons of milk and then <laughs> try, try to bone sex with someone. <laughs> no. And clearly, sadly, well, every, I mean, it makes time. that like in the end, he ends up being a virgin. Well, he doesn't true. know anything he about what know. you need to eat or not eat before <laughs> sex. <laughs> so I'll tell you, I've had somebody throw up Jello and milk on me during sex, <laughs> and I mean, like, Steve, you've had sex. <laughs> I assumed you were a virgin until I only had sex on to avoid being eaten by praying mantises. I guess, yeah, I yeah. understand. It's a dangerous world out there. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it was, it was I, purely yeah, for, it was for, joyless and strategic. I did it just to avoid avoid praying mantis yeah. or or for love. Those are the acceptable reasons. <laughs> the only acceptable reasons to have sex. To have sex. That's mm-hmm. our sex ed for you listeners out there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you won't get pregnant if um, you do it with a mantis. Because she will. The... Well, I don't think you have to raise those babies, though, right? And they're just uh, like... Yeah, I mean, certainly no one's raising the babies that are attached to the bottom of the desk in the science yeah. room. Very those little come back. Those are just sort of like... That's just a throwaway, right? It, yeah. Well, we don't... Is Stay it? Stay tuned! <laughs> Is it? Yeah, okay. Will they? <laughs> what else? What else? What other thoughts? Should we do... We kind of touched on the fashion. Should we do some fashion? Yeah, sure. I didn't have a lot about Style the fashion in this one. Did you have a... Uh, no, just I, I noticed that uh, necklace in the beginning that she wasn't mm, wearing her mm-hmm, cross necklace. Mm-hmm. That's how I thought it was a dream. But then I remember... I was like, does she always wear it? I don't actually know. Is this the cross necklace? Yeah, the that, one that Angel... That Angel gave her? Yeah. Gave her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She wasn't wearing it. Yeah. Um, but it was a very sexy red dress. Yeah, I like the red thing. dress. All right, good fashion report. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, and then the science teacher that has a lab coat that has his name on it. Yeah, that's cool. That's fashion. Nice. Yeah. Well, I just thought it was, I was like, what? you're a teacher. Why do you have a... That is a good point. I never had a high school teacher with a lab coat, even even in the science classes. Yeah. Even in, like, chemistry class. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was kind of strange. Mm-hmm. And he was, like, so proud of it. Yeah. And his and of all of his slides that he's looking at. He's so happy about those <laughs> he's slides. He's so happy. <laughs> and he, like... He turned all the lights off and like gets a big smile on his face and starts looking at at his slides. What is on those slides anyway? I assumed it was like insect picture. Like wasn't he showing slides of insects? Probably. Ants. Yeah. Learning how to communicate. Did you ever use a slide projector in school for anything? I don't remember ever doing that. No, so no like the one, like the with the picture, like the flippy thing. Is that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we had the What's projectors, the like the overhead. We yeah, yeah. We had the plastic those. sheet. Yeah, not had the all slide. Those. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't remember. I think we may have had yeah. a slide projector in sex ed, mm-hmm. where they showed you all those pictures the terrible, of yeah. yeah, terrible STDs gone wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe that's what they're referencing with that. Maybe he's. Maybe it's another reference to sex being bad. Maybe it is. <laughs> maybe it is. Yeah, I don't have a lot about fashion, but I've got some things about um, what in the hellmouth were you thinking? Oh, do you? Because I really didn't yeah? have that much. I'm curious to, to hear what you had. Well, so my big one was if you're trying, if you're this like praying mantis lady who's trying to steal kids, mm-hmm. uh, why leave the skin of the person you just ate? in a locker that's sure to be open. <laughs> like, if you're true. trying to pass as a substitute teacher, I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, you want to, like, get the guy out of the way, yeah. take him down. But then you don't want to point people to the fact that, like, oh, this is a monster that skins and beheads people and do things you, like do that. Do you think, uh, what was it, doctor? Doctor? Doctor something. 
Dr. Gregory. Dr. Gregory. Confirmed. Uh, Do do you think he was a virgin? Oh. She did kill him. She did kill him. She ate his head off. She did. She killed him. She took his head off, which does imply that they. And those eggs were under the desk. Yeah, those didn't come from. So, interesting. I think Dr. Gregory's a virgin. I guess so. Yeah. Maybe he's. Maybe he's asexual. I don't know. Yeah. Or he just really likes insects. <laughs> just Maybe he was into it. <laughs> yeah, he was super into it. <laughs> he was asking for it. With all those. <laughs> all those slides. All those it. insect slides. Yeah. <laughs> Turn the lights down low. Mm-hmm. Check out your insect slides. <laughs> Get eaten just... by a mantis. <laughs> <laughs> You've been waiting for this day. That is a I mean, night. Well, let's, let's, let's ask ourselves this, though. Like, why did the mantis come to this place at this time? Maybe he summoned her. Oh. Maybe he brought her here. Interesting. It's possible. I don't. Well, I guess, yeah. Yeah, I mean, because I mean, they had to like call some obscure like German entomologist slash mythologist to figure out what this thing was, right? right? This is right. not a common pest in this area. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was drawn by, to the Hellmouth, but yeah, that's maybe what it's, it was it's drawn like, by everything's Dr. Gregory. Drawn to the, yeah. the Hellmouth. Well, maybe Dr. Gregory was drawn by the Hellmouth, because mm. that's where you can summon yeah. praying mantis ladies. Sexy mantis ladies. <laughs> we just don't know. Yeah. yeah. We'll the just... world will never know. I mean, we killed him too soon. Yeah. Too Pour soon. one out for Dr. Gregory. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we should be keeping a body count for the show. <laughs> yeah, we should. Yeah. <laughs> too late. No, no. Yeah, lots of bodies. <laughs> but yeah, so that was my uh, what in the Hellmouth were you thinking? Like, why, why leave... Such that's, an obvious yeah, clue to who true. and what you are. I was trying to, th- yeah, I was, I was trying to think of some things like, oh, like maybe just take one at a time so none of them can escape or anything. But no, I feel like her plan, like taking a couple people at once, was pretty solid. Um, I guess I don't know why she like turned her neck 180 degrees around in the middle of a classroom. Yes, like, that was going to be my other one. Yeah, <laughs> that's the only one. That, yeah, yeah, I was like, so nobody in the classroom noticed her doing that? Yeah, just the just person Buffy standing outside. outside? And what is that? All that does is give Buffy another clue mm-hmm. to what you are. Which we, we ended up looking this up afterwards, mm-hmm. that praying mantises can do that. Um, and that is a unique, a unique ability feature to, of them. The, to the Someone insect world. Someone did their yeah. homework. Yeah. On the show, some a writer. Or I love it when when the when they do their homework. Oh yeah, but the rest of the oh god. Oh, is there some other biology a, in here that's no good? As a biology major. Okay, <laughs> I love it when you start sentences that way. Oh yeah, <laughs> like do it a lot. Um, I, huh, I just wasn't satisfied with the the mating thing. Mm-hmm. So she she mm-hmm. lays her eggs. So she's already expended a lot of energy, mm-hmm. and then she has a male fertilize her eggs that she's already laid. Um, usually, if that's the case, like you don't, you don't have to cannibalize the partner unless you're going to stick around. Um, Can you explain? So, what is the, what's the actual behavior with so, praying mantises? Um, well, no, some praying mantises they do cannibalize their partner like during sex, mm-hmm. um, but. It's like a like it's like a meal for them, so they have nutrition to like lay these eggs or things like that. I think mm-hmm. that's one of the theories. Um, someone can correct me if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's like it's advantageous for the male to like die because he's just gonna mate, and then his um, fertil- the eggs that he fertilizes will live because they had this extra like meal afterwards. Sure, sure. Um, 
But like, if she already laid her eggs and she's not planning on sticking around to guard them or anything, like if it's like some spiders, they guard their eggs and don't move the whole time that they're like watching yeah. their eggs. So it's they also eat their mates because then they have this like huge meal that they can live off for a while while they're watching their gotcha. their eggs. But it doesn't seem like she's going to do that. So, like, why does she got to eat them afterwards? That's kind of hard to tell. I mean, like, we know she didn't with the... Well, she sort of didn't with the eggs in the classroom. Mm -hmm. But it's unclear what her plan would have been if she had not been killed by the Scooby gang. That's true. Maybe she was going to stick around. It was a house. Maybe she was going to stick around. Although, I mean, it does... That was sort of one of my questions was, like... And now, now actually, this sort of explains things for me. Because I was thinking, like why not move around more? Mm-hmm. Because it made her a lot easier to find the fact that she's keeping kids in a basement and like yeah. just in a house somewhere. Like she could, she could have used, you know, maybe the sewers or something that's a little bit harder to track people like how the vampires do. And apparently vampires are scared of her. So she could have like cleared them out. Yeah, of totally. Yeah. Which is interesting because vampires are not scared of a lot. I mean, there's no other monster we really want run into in Buffy yeah. where vampires just run away like from the smell of them yeah that is a weird i don't think that really comes up yeah Mm -hmm. but i mean that could could be useful to the scoobies if they could like weaponize that if they could get some some scent from her like goo and then use that to scare off vampires Uh, it's called pheromones steve (laughs) buffy did her homework (laughs) that's true (laughs) yeah oh speaking of the biology though so at the end they're using bat sonar just to scare mm-hmm. or like mm-hmm. disorient um, the teacher, mm-hmm. does that mean that there are like giant bats that eat giant praying mantises, or does Ooh. that mean that this <clears throat> giant praying mantis is just afraid of regular bats? <laughs> is afraid of regular bats, or, like for some reason, like it evolved from or is somehow created from a regular praying mantis that yeah. would be scared of yeah. a regular bat sound? This is. <laughs> I guess we shouldn't analyze the biology too much because she is like a part demon or something that's also like mystical and magical. Do you think? Do you think there's something like? Do you think this is a biological creature or a supernatural one? Well, considering the fact that she starts in human form and mm-hmm. then goes into mantis form, <laughs> I'm gonna go with magical on that one. <laughs> Not a lot of biological things go <laughs> from endoskeleton to giant exoskeleton which is not very helpful well obviously it's a very sophisticated biology oh, oh i see, I see. Mm-hmm. um yeah no i mean that's a good point that's a good point that does that certainly seems magical mm-hmm. but it also like you know they sort of defeat this thing using biology like the bat sonar that's true and um you know they learn about its pheromones and things like that like mm-hmm. it has all of these connections to the insect world maybe maybe there's like a uh, vampire version of a praying mantis that like bites humans on the necks and that's her like her bumpy uh, face is her yeah. mantis okay that makes sense so it's sort of like it's one of those half breed <clears throat> like mystical biological yeah, things so it has like all these vampire. things in common like yeah. that you know vampires and humans have in common but that makes sense it's, def- it's definitely what it is alright I'm glad we solved, solved this it. mystery <laughs> solved it so I would say that uh my favorite character in this episode is Principal Flutie. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> Principal Flutie. That's my can we, high moment, low moment? Yeah, yeah, let's do high low. Yeah. High moment is definitely when he like 
hunts Buffy down and is like, did you see the body? And like, you need to go to the castle. <laughs> and that line that's like, we all need to talk about our feelings and like, we can't keep them pent up or otherwise. Like, <laughs> Yeah, sooner or later. Powerful laxatives are involved. That's the line. Yes. I don't know what that means. Uh, but I feel like it's like a... Is that, like words of wisdom. It really is. I mean, like, I think that's coming from a place of experience. Like, I think Flutie yeah. had, like, once used to be the kind of guy that bottled up all his feelings. Mm-hmm. And then it made him so constipated. Powerful laxatives <laughs> were powerful involved. laxatives became involved. And now his feelings just flow freely and regularly <laughs> out of his body. <laughs> I'd like that as, like, an inspirational poster or... Like a cross stitch or something. Like you can't bottle up your feelings. Or powerful, powerful laxatives will be involved. <laughs> Tattooed on me, maybe. I like the idea of that as an inspirational poster. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. a guy like sitting on a toilet or something. Like, <laughs> don't bottle up your emotions. Like his hands and his head. <laughs> his head, like, his hands. Oh, yeah. what did I Why do? Why did I bottle up all my emotions? My emotions. My emotions. <laughs> <laughs> yes yes indeed um yeah if any listeners right on that. want to make us uh, <laughs> some fan art <laughs> that'd be the place to start yep yeah <laughs> no i think that that was my i'm it's just so funny and like and, but also it seems like he cares too like no, he really ca- he's such a good principal yeah like, he cares yeah. so much he really does and yeah so i mean i I think normally I would like to pick a different high moment from you, but I can't. Like, that is yeah. clearly the high it's moment of the, the episode. It's just the best. Like, I, but yeah. Yep. Did you have a low moment? Low moment. Low moment. I don't know. Do you have one right off that you can think of? Um, I, I, I think the low moment for me was the final fight scene was just, like, confusing to watch, and it wasn't clear, like, mm. what was happening a lot. It was just poorly choreographed or, or lit or shot or something and it just yeah. sort of yeah it was kind of super like a mush, dark and like yeah Wah. um and it was like okay well i guess it's defeated now but i couldn't yeah. really tell what do you th- i mean i'm sure that was probably just like they didn't have a huge budget to do like a good yeah i mean that i was kind of trying to figure out what the so that that's like some sort of giant puppet right that they're yeah, interacting yeah. with yeah um and obviously they don't have like a it's not jurassic park like they don't have the, although <laughs> I would love to see. Be. <laughs> nothing can be. It's true, but yeah, I mean, it would have been cool. Like it seemed like the thing was just on, like a fixed position and sort of pivoting, yeah. and that was all it could really do as far as motion. It would be, it didn't look very much like a interesting fight or a real fight. It would have yeah. been better if you could have seen the thing crawling mm-hmm. around or like crawling on the ceiling or something like that. Oh, um, that would be really cool if it yeah, was like yeah, on right? the ceiling. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So I think the fight. Uh, at the end was the low moment for me. Yeah. Um, they could redo this with a lot of money. <clears throat> yes. Yeah. I mean, obviously, yeah, I, I can't blame them. Obviously, shoestring budget, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, so. It's nothing you can do, but moment. still kind of a boring scene. Um, I, you know, I think I'm going to make my low moment is um, when the uh, new teacher, Miss French or whatever, when she first arrives and they play that weird tribal music, it's just like, so overdone and yeah yeah uh, it no, just it took me out of the moment i'm like what is this what why yeah. are you playing this yeah no i yeah definitely exactly it took me out of the moment yeah um yeah it's kind of like what i was saying in the last episode they're they're doing really weird things with the with the like non-diegetic sound in the episodes mm-hmm. and and 
some of it. They works haven't figured out what is. they want to do with with those yeah. noises yet. Yeah, exactly. They, <laughs> um, they're still figuring air. that out. Yeah, no, and I mean, it, uh, you know, obviously it gets better as the show goes on. Right, it's yeah. a first season, a lot of lot of weird stuff in first yeah, seasons like that. It's true. Um, That's the thing. Um, you know, I I guess uh, I'm just always gonna be the person that talks about. Uh, Xander and Buffy and Willow and Xander and the mirror Go for it. things that are yeah. happening. It's like in my head. I can't escape it. Mm-hmm. Um, so when Xander, when they're at the bronze and he's like talking to that Blaine guy. Yeah. And how many times do you score? And um, <laughs> he like Buffy and Willow come in. He's like, ladies, and puts his arms around both of them. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then like briefly explains, oh, you know, I'm just trying to impress this guy. Willow immediately like leans into him like arms around him like Aww. we'll show him yeah. and buffy is like oh and then sees angel and is like barely even like hugging onto xander and just like mm-hmm. and literally walks away from xander while willow is like encasing him and yeah yeah totally to, to go talk to angel yeah again it's like buffy is always um on the outside of these sort of high school interactions mm-hmm. like as much as she might. I don't know if she really wants to be on the inside of them, but she she's always sort of a step apart from yeah. all of that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Even her like crush can is focused on something you know somebody that's not part of her high school life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. I want to mention something that um, you know I've obviously I've seen through the series um, mm-hmm. multiple times mm-hmm. um, all the way at least three. Or <laughs> yeah. something like that. Um, this time around, though, I, I feel like I'm noticing a lot of instances where Buffy is really just sharp and on it and, like, intelligent. Like, hmm. the thing about the clothing yeah. um, with the teacher, with Dr. Gregory. I mean, mm-hmm. like, yeah, his clothes were the same as yesterday. And just, like, immediately knowing that this person was, like, a mantis. And right. she's like, oh, Mantises, mantises can turn their heads 180 degrees. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like I think there are later episodes. Um, in particular, I'm thinking of one in the fourth season where like she does well in a class and everyone's surprised. And I'm like, yeah. Oh, but she was really smart to start yeah. out with. She's very clever. Yeah, no, it's her, it's her duties as a slayer that prevent yeah. her from being successful mm-hmm. in school. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a good point. I, you know, I think just in general, I'm. I'm enjoying watching these first season episodes uh, a lot more than I did the first time I watched the show or, or subsequent times. I think it's just because we're doing the podcast and like actually diving into them and talking about them and taking them seriously mm-hmm. makes them better. I don't yeah. know if it's just cognitive dissonance or yeah, if it's, right? like... it's like it has to be good or why am I doing this? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Please keep watching. <laughs> but no, yeah, I'm really, I'm, I'm, I'm much more excited to like sit down and watch an episode when mm-hmm. I like, have my notebook in front of me. I'm taking notes. I know we're going to yeah. do a podcast about it. I have to think about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe I should do that for every show I watch, even if I'm not doing a podcast. Sit yeah. down and take notes. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so that's just something like this time around, I'm definitely being like, oh, she was very clever. Yeah. Much smarter than I like think of her. Like when I think of the character of Buffy, I don't think of her as being like a brilliant kind of thing, but she she's not, pretty she's not the brilliant Willow Rosenberg, sort of. But she yeah, is, exactly. Yeah. I think of Willow as being like the smart one. The smart who, like, one, right. Is, academic and all that mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. Buffy is like really on it in a lot yeah, of ways totally. and I think maybe it's because she's blonde and she's <laughs> named Buffy and I'm not giving her the credit that she oh, deserves do you think you've absorbed that like yeah 
Yeah. Blonde shaming. Blonde shaming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, okay. I've got something. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Xander apparently told his mom that he was going to a teacher's house mm-hmm. to work on didn't a school say project. And yeah, she didn't, apparently does not find that suspicious. I yeah. feel like if I told my mom when I was a kid, like, I'm going to my teacher's house to after school. To do a project. To do a project. In the evening. In the evening, yeah. Like, it was dark out. It was like yeah, night. And, and like <laughs> not give the address. Be like, uh, don't worry about it, mom. Yeah, yeah. That, I don't know. I don't think that would fly. <laughs> these, these parents, these parents are very cool about like Buffy's mom, just like maybe it's that laid back Southern California uh, lifestyle. They're yeah. just yeah. Do you think Sunnydale is? Uh, where do you think Sunnydale is? Santa Barbara County. Is it? Uh, you so know for sure. <laughs> I so it's you obviously are, you. it's a fictional town, right? But they use uh, maps of Santa Barbara County in in the background of the show and a number of different places when they're oh, talking about maps of Sunnydale okay. or maps of where Sunnydale is. Okay. Um. So. I, I don't know if the word of God is ever, like if Joss Whedon has ever said it's in Santa Barbara County, but that's yeah. where it's supposed to be. So like north of LA. Gotcha. Um, yeah. yeah. I always think of it um, as like, cause there's Sunnyvale. Yeah. The, the city. In. Well, there's actually, there's actually, believe it or not, there is a Sunnydale in San Francisco. It's a, it's a, I don't know if it's a, I think it's a neighborhood oh, on the okay, south side yeah, of San Francisco. Yeah. So there is actually a Sunnydale here. Hmm. And this is this is a funny story. Um, there's a song by The Coup. Um, for those who don't know, we're doing this show out of Oakland, California. Mm-hmm. The Coup is really popular here. And uh, at one point they say in the song, Pacific Heights ain't Sunnydale. And when I heard that lyric, <laughs> I assumed that was a Buffy, reference a Buffy reference and got really excited. Oh, I bet you did. <laughs> and then I looked it up and I was like, oh, they mean, because oh. it's because it's like a bad neighborhood is what they're comparing mm-hmm. it to. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, Sunnydale, Pacific Heights is not Sunnydale. <laughs> there's no vampires. There's, there's, yeah. <laughs> Those are different. Boots things. Riley is on it. There's <laughs> <laughs> shit. Yeah. Boots. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> So it's Santa Barbara County. So that's, I mean, that is, I would say that. So yes, the, you can say it's the There's SoCal. a convincing fan theory that it's in Santa Barbara mm, County. Mm, I'm convinced. Okay. <laughs> Perfectly convinced. Yeah. So I, I'll tell you something that was missing from this episode for me, mm-hmm. and that was Angel Sass. Yeah. He was a, sassless in this episode. That's true. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I mean, I guess maybe I prefer sassless Angel to weak sauce sass angel <laughs> this, this sass that's got weak no sauce, sauce. <laughs> weak sauce sass is no good but like <laughs> i thought you'd show up sooner or later i guess i thought it'd be sooner that yeah. kind of sass is no good to me but i don't know i think um in the lighting of the bronze and like the way that he's looking mm-hmm. he's just looking pretty good i didn't notice if he was talking or anything <laughs> did he have lines in the episode yeah like, i guess buffy went to talk to him yeah. So yeah, 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 totally. He just had that white tank on. It's like you know. Oh babe, you and David Boreanaz. Oh yeah, <laughs> you're gonna run away together someday, mm-hmm. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Which I didn't find him attractive when I was younger. Oh yeah. Yeah, I, he was. I was like, no, he's like too big, and maybe it's because I was younger, and he's clearly older. <laughs> Do you find him more attractive in like early Buffy episodes or in like? later seasons of bones like what age of david boreana's like does it for you more so i think so when the f- mm, 
when I first knew of David Boreanaz, mm -hmm. I was probably in high school or early college, so okay. I was like you know, 17 to 19 or something like mm -hmm. that. Um, and he was much older, and I don't know, I didn't, I didn't find him that attractive. Yeah. Um, now, as an adult, seeing him in Bones, I find him attractive. Okay. But seeing him in Buffy, I also find him attractive because he's probably he's what mid 20s or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not that much mm -hmm. younger than me. So I gotta say, I like, I think he's he's more attractive in Bones, <laughs> maybe because he. He's smiles funny. and is funny yeah like angel angel's not attractive because angel seems like he would be a, like just annoying just a to bummer. hang out with yeah just a total bummer but What's your deal man but agent booth would be super chill yeah. to hang out yeah. with yeah hmm i think that's all my notes do you yeah. have, do you have hmm. more you want to talk about um no i just did i did a lot of reading about mantises that really didn't pan out <laughs> Uh, oh, I did. I thought it was a funny line where like they're taking the test and the um, Miss French mm -hmm. Mantis teacher um, is like going around. She like leans over Xander's shoulder and she's like, "I think you meant pollination for number 14. <laughs> and I was like, "What did he write?" <laughs> Plant sex. <laughs> <laughs> Plant boning. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good that is a good point. <laughs> it's it, just kind of weird for the teacher to just like give you an answer on a test too. True. That unless, didn't happen to me in my oh really? Well, I, in my recent Spanish class that I was taking, oh, okay, and gotcha. he just told us the answer because he hadn't in class yeah ever gone over the material. Speaking of Miss French, did you pick up on an accent from that? Yeah, actress? yeah. I looked it up. Her name is Musetta yes. Vander, and she's from South Africa. Mm -hmm. I would love this. Maybe African that's accents. what the music was about. Was it like tribal South African music? Because the actress is African. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't think so. I'm trying to make it not dumb in my head for some reason. <laughs> don't work too hard at it. <laughs> yeah, I should really just let the music go and be like, it's just dumb, and that's yeah. what it is. Well, fortunately, they didn't. I, they didn't make it like a late motif for the for the rest of the episode. It wasn't like that yeah, music right, played yeah, every yeah. time yeah. Miss French was on screen. It was just that one weird shot. Um, it's true. Speaking of one weird shot, another shot I really liked is where Xander flashes <gasps> With, back to yes, the guitar solo. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> I love it so much. I just love the like arm. The <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Xander, you're such a stud. <laughs> In your own mind. Well, all right. So uh, do you want to do you want to give this episode a rating? Uh <clears throat> yeah, let's do let's do a rating. Sure. Mm -hmm. Um, I think I am going to give it, um, I do, I, I genuinely kind of enjoy this one. I think this one's pretty funny. There's a lot of like little jokes that I find amusing. Yeah. It's not advancing a lot of plot or anything, but mm -hmm. I don't think, that, I mean, I don't think that's what they're trying to go for for right, the episode. Right. Um, so I think overall it was just pretty enjoyable. I'm going to give it, um... I'll say six out of ten still, because there's still some very awkward. Like they're still clearly working out some kinks. Yeah. But they're finding some humor mm -hmm. that's good. Yeah. Not amazing. So you're gonna give it? Oh yes, uh, <laughs> six out of ten. Um, lab coats. With no name on them. I stole mine. <laughs> yeah, that's nice. right. Okay, then I'm I'm going to I can give do a this. Different one. Well, yeah, no, no, it. no, no, you're good. So, um, so I I think you made exactly the points that I was going to make. Like, I think they're 
Um, <clears throat> it's had some good jokes that I enjoyed. It had some of my favorite fluty principal fluty moments. Mm, yeah. Um, it had the yeah. the great like fantasy scene with the guitar solo. It's just it's um, yeah, and it's I, I was I was a little you know a little annoyed with that weird flute tribal music, and a little bit with the the fight scene at the end. Um, and yeah, not advancing any major plots, but I liked what they're doing with the themes, like the, the like fear of sex and, and the way sex is sort of dangerous and, it's and totally confusing and scary for like yeah. high schoolers are thinking about. Yeah, exactly. I don't like shows that don't go there because right. it's like, that's just not realistic. Yeah, exactly. Not have high schoolers thinking about sex. No, absolutely. And uh, yeah, I think it handled it. I handled, I think it handled it really well. So I'm going to go up to seven. I'm going to mm. say seven out of 10. So generous very generous seven out of ten uh fertilized praying mantis lady eggs <laughs> clutch of praying mantis. seven out of ten clutches i've ever told you that's like eggs. my most like the the thing that will conjure the most disgusting image and feeling throughout <laughs> my body is like clutch of eggs it's the worst phrase that's why i always used to joke about there being clutches of rat eggs <laughs> behind the, the oven in our kitchen in our <laughs> oven oh they were everywhere oh no oh they're just way to hatch oh, little God. wriggly rat bodies coming out of their clutches <laughs> we'll cut all this out <laughs> oh, we gosh. can edit this part out of the... yeah, it's fine leave it in all right <laughs> So any, uh, yeah, if you want to, if you ever want to gross me out, clutch of eggs. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, let's do our plugs real quick. So, um, you can, uh, you can find us as always at welcome to sunnydale.com. You can find us on Twitter at welcome to sunny. You can find us on Facebook and you can email us, uh, with your fan emails or your questions, suggestions, any fun fan art you might make at, uh, welcome to sunnydale podcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you can follow me specifically on Twitter mm-hmm. at uh, at Liesl Weapon. Um, I'm seriously considering making a tweet. Wow, that people can that read. would be big. Yeah, big news. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, we'll wait for that exciting tweet to drop sometime mm-hmm. sometime soon. I actually have to go drop something myself. I don't want to tell you too much about it, but I will say one thing, and that is that powerful laxatives are involved.